What's up, podcast people? It's E2E once again. Um, the show or podcast or thing that we do, the thing where, where we try to encourage you um, from scripture and have absolutely no plan most of the time. We have a plan, I think. I don't know. We got David away from the Minecraft International World thing. Extravaganza. <laughs> Minecraft Live. So it's it's a big deal today. Yeah, we're at we're at church just getting some stuff done. So we thought, you know what? Let's turn on the podcast and let's let's do something. Let's do yeah. something Why meaningful. Not? So and normally normally we have a topic or something planned. Yes, extensive we, hours of preparation mm-hmm. for these podcasts. Normally, it's a sheet of paper <laughs> yeah. with a topic and like three questions. Yeah, a couple questions. We to have get no sheets of paper today. I there don't know if we ever do. It, but yeah, some sort of notes. Yeah, yeah. I got you. Like <laughs> a, yeah. Yeah, notes at um, least. But before we really get into our, our main topic, I, I do have to ask how are you guys doing? I'm doing pretty How's good. Life? Pretty tired, ironically. I woke up about. 10 minutes before I had to be here this morning. So it's, it's been a slow roller morning. I don't know if anyone out there can relate. If, if you're feeling that this morning, wherever you are, God is with you and praise him that his grace and his faithfulness does not change in spite our craziness. So yeah. Amen to that. That's, that's yeah. me, but doing good. <laughs> I, I do yeah. have to comment like the number of podcasts that we've recorded in that a we morning. We say we're tired or well, oh. that we say we're tired <laughs> is one thing, but like, most of our podcasts are recorded at night. That is true. Fair. What's interesting is I believe all the ones minus one that I've been in, we've recorded them in the morning. Yeah. Celeste, Celeste is the morning crew. This is nice. Morning crew. <laughs> morning crew podcast. Yeah. yeah. I feel like we do say we're tired a lot. And I, I guess like if you're always tired, does that mean you're not tired? I don't know. And Maybe. A perpetual I think, state of tired. I think it's a statement on, we on where we are in life. Yeah. We're also kind of just like feeding the the college career stereotype yeah in all honesty it's i don't know it's it it comes in waves sometimes you feel tired sometimes you don't praise god for all of it i'm very thankful for coffee yes (laughs) so celeste i don't do coffee (laughs) coffee celeste how are you doing i am caffeinated so i'm good (laughs) (laughs) you can observe the uh, effects of caffeine throughout this podcast celeste is test subject a she has it and uh, test subject b is right here (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast is brought to you by camels and coffee if you know you know <laughs> <laughs> all right so so what do we got what do we got today yeah so what do today, we talk about today i want to talk <laughs> do have about a plan. yeah today i'd like to talk about the awkward phase of life um there, there was a question that was asked um me right when i came out of high school into college and just saying like where are you in life? Like what, what are your plans? Where are you going? Mm. And the only thing that I could really think of saying was, well, I'm in this awkward phase of life. And, and as I've (laughs) kept growing and kept learning, it's become more and more apparent. The awkward phase has never really left. It's always, there's something new, something changing somewhere where you feel a little bit uncomfortable (laughs) with where you're at. And God is constantly using that to grow us. So honestly, today, I really just want to hear stories of how God has worked through the awkward stages in your life. Yeah, I love that. I like how you you originally said awkward phase, and then you kind of said it never leaves. The latter is definitely my life. I think, I don't know if I can ever think of a time when it just hasn't seemed awkward. I don't know. 
I think I'm just awkward in general at times, or I, I perceive things as awkward. <laughs> what do we mean by that? What do we, what what is, do we mean by what awkward? What is the awkward phase? Thoughts? Like, let's get like a working definition, because I think it could mean... I love the engineer here. ...to different yeah. people. <laughs> yeah. Um, for, for, the stake, for the sake of this discussion, maybe like, um, uh, like by awkward, we mean like um, uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. a synonym. So like, like being pushed outside of your comfort zone. Yes. Um, and I think, I think if we kind of run with that, that would be beneficial because I know we have people who listen to this who are younger than us. We have people who listen to this who are older than us. We have only lived, I mean, speaking for myself, I've only lived the fifth of a century, so... You can do the math there. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> math not, not in the morning. Not very long on this earth. So, I mean, ultimately, it's it's God's word that is the greatest source of wisdom that mm-hmm. I would ever offer. But, yeah, so there's there's been a little bit, but I know that, like, there's so much life that I have not lived. There's so much life you guys have not lived. But I think we have each experienced in walking with the Lord phases that or things that seem uncomfortable. Yeah. A.K.A. Awkward. I think <laughs> I think the awkward phase is really best described as the time when you're aware that you're being grown. Yes. Oh, yes. It's it's when you realize, oh wait, <laughs> God is stretching me. God is using me in a way I've never been used before. Yes. I and that. I can feel it. I love that. So what what's a time that's been an awkward phase for you, a, a growing time, a time that God is stretched you and called you to do something you've never done before i'll start (laughs) uh so when i first started college i was a computer science major majoring in video game design and development like minecraft comp sci (laughs) (laughs) yeah computer science if you know me now uh you know that i did not stay with that for very long i was if you know you know i was a computer science major for two years and then i uh, went to a different school and changed my major to a bachelor's of art in video game art and design. So I'm still a video game major and I graduated my degrees in video games. It's fun. Uh, so, but during that like summer between my second year in college and my third, when I was transferring schools and transferring majors, it was a very awkward phase because I didn't know what to do. Like all my life I've been told, Oh, Bachelor's of Science, Computer Science, going to get you far. It's going to be great. You're going to do good. And I, I couldn't, my brain couldn't fully grasp all that. So it was the transition of, oh, I'm now more of a creative person, hmm. less of a structured person. <laughs> and having to come to terms with that and realizing that, yes, my brain does do well with structure, but it needs the structure in order to be in endlessly creative was it was honestly something that took me like a good year to figure out and come to terms with out of curiosity how deep into your degree were you exactly halfway halfway nice yeah i i did freshman and sophomore year at gcu and then junior year and senior year at Southern New Hampshire University online because I, like, I do wait, not handle the cold well. I would, no, I am not going to New Hampshire. <laughs> I, I can definitely relate to those that epiphany moment where you realize, wait, am I doing what I really enjoy? Am I doing what I'm called to do? Um, it's it's an interesting experience. Yeah. 
I can also definitely recognize that you don't do well in the cold. I, I know that for <laughs> sure. <laughs> Whatever gave you that impression? <laughs> the bundles of blankets around you when we're outside. <laughs> if you ever see Celeste out in the cold and you have a blanket to spare, she probably needs it. Um, or you won't see me because I'll be wrapped <laughs> up in blankets. Either um, of those two options. Yeah, I love that. If I want to add one more layer maybe to, to your story here. Like Through all that, through that transition time, like how did you... How did your personal relationship with the Lord like grow? Like mm-hmm. anything that like you feel God really taught you through that? Because you were you were definitely a Christian at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So any anything you want to share there, I feel like would be super super cool. So honestly, that whole summer and even that first little bit into my junior year was really shaky for me mm. because it was that almost complete upheaval of everything yeah. that I was taught and yeah. everything that I had known, not not spiritually, but like physically I guess. mentally like, mentally yeah. yeah mentally we're gonna go with mentally mm-hmm. it was that upheaval and i was so confused so it was having to yeah. it really made me like dig down deep into god try to figure out okay what is it that he wants me to do because yeah. it was uh, it was interesting because <laughs> i didn't know where i was going i didn't know what to do and I am very thankful that he brought me out of it and he oh, told me what that. to do. Yeah, I love that. I, in so many ways, I relate to that and what I'll probably end up sharing. Why don't um, you share it now? Yeah. Okay, just make me think of like, man, let your roots grow down into him. So for me, um, it would be a high school story. I love soccer. I played soccer, lived and breathed it practically for the four years I was at high school. Hamilton High School alum, let's go. Um, Yo. <laughs> You're in the minority today, David. Um, yeah, homeschool. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sandy Desert Academy, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, class of one. Class of one in 19. <laughs> Top of my class. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so um, I, my big goal in high school was to make the varsity soccer team. Like, that was like, I got in freshman year. I'm like, okay, that's what I want to do. I want to leave here knowing I made the varsity team. We want a state championship, all that jazz. You know, that was like the dreams. And I guarantee you there were 65 other guys by me because my school was huge who were thinking the same thing and it was awesome great like uh, i just god blessed it so much i loved it um made very good friends even got opportunities to share my faith live on mission for the lord even at high school which was awesome but um where really where things got really shaky was senior year i ended up not making it um and it was just like this culmination of man four years of work seeming to go like down the drain like Mm -hmm. i had this one goal this one spot where I wanted to get to, where I wanted to arrive, mm-hmm. and it just completely got, it, it just felt like it got wasted. And I was like, are you serious? And and for me, like, it definitely, like, rocked, rocked me for a little bit. I was just like, whoa, what am I supposed to kind of make of this? There was just a lot of questioning, like, okay, God, like, why are you doing this? Do you not see that I, I put in all this work, all this effort, all this, all these things, and, and I know that, I mean, in a, in a lot of ways or certain areas of my life, I've, I've felt the same way, but this one God really speaks to loud for me. Um, like just all this questioning of, okay, what, why, why did you have me go through this? Why did you give me this passion for this thing? If in the end you wanted me to not reach my goal. And that for, for a while was like, it was, those are some real questions I was asking. Um, but just like you said, Celeste, like I continued to just kind of do the hard things, kind of not, not neglect praying not neglect mm-hmm. reading God's word, not neglect meeting with believers and and just letting my roots grow down into Christ, continuing to be like, okay, Lord, I'm, I'm not really okay right now, um, 
but how can you, you, you can still use this for something good. And that, that winter, I got the privilege of hosting an exchange student from Australia and came super close to him um, and ended up becoming a believer down the road um, and just got to do life for me with, with me for two weeks, got to meet this guy for two weeks and Jesus took a hold of his heart and, and now he's living on fire as a believer and he encourages me so much and I get to encourage him even though we're on the other side of the world. I didn't get to go see him eventually. Um, so w- that was something that God definitely just took and did so much more than I could think or imagine. Um, but it was awkward. It was very uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it was something that I was just not happy with. I had these plans. I had these desires and the Lord did not open that door that felt so clearly like it deserved to be open. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's a scary thought that like, man, I'm in, I'm entitled yeah. to something. And I mean, when you think about it, you know, we're really not. And when we're following Jesus, I mean, oh, David, I've, I've shared this for so many times with you. And I do told it. you, I told do you it. yesterday, if we were going to do a podcast, this would come up. <laughs> Ephesians 3.20, God can do infinitely more than we can think or imagine. We have yep. to realize when we're in these awkward phases, and this has been the Lord just proving it time and time again. And I'm so thankful because God is really faithful, exactly who he says he is, and so good. Um, he can do more than we can think or imagine. He, he provides greater than our thoughts. His, his thoughts are higher and we, ours are not. And, and it just takes submitting. And in that though, you find joy. Like I guarantee you, I, if, if I ended up playing on the soccer team, probably sitting like third string, mm. not playing and eventually losing because they did not win state that year. Um, it, it would not have compared to the joy of, of seeing a heart, a life change for eternity. And, and especially in the scope of eternity, holy cow, it's th- th- this, this trial is next to nothing compared to, to the glory that uh, we, we get in Christ. So that's definitely my, my big one. There's so many things I could talk about, and there's a yeah. ton of scripture that speaks into this. I don't know if you want to share or talk about anything, yeah. David. The, I, um, I have a couple observations, yeah. but also... I, I do have to recognize the fact that 2020 did happen. Yeah, the, that was the that awkward was transition. The awkward phase of all awkward phases and oh, just COVID was a party. Yeah. Hot take. It was interesting. Hot take. It was it was <laughs> I really honestly I enjoyed it. You're you're not alone in that hot take. <laughs> okay. So 2020 came around. Um let's see, it was my sophomore year mm-hmm. of college. I had kind of settled in. Really I had figured out kind of my dynamic of where I was in school, where I was in um, our college group at church, um, my my friend group, and I was really happy where I was. It was it was a good time. We were comfortable. Yeah, it was scary. And then 2020 came around, and I went through all the phases of like. First, it was kind of like this disbelief. I remember I was looking through my notes um, from church recently and just saw in my notes like 2020 scare um for covid and i'm like thinking to myself at that time this can't be that big a deal (laughs) that was the year that we had a um the the week that we had a sermon on community oh my god and about (laughs) yeah meeting together (laughs) you can see in my notes there's this page where it's talking about this sermon on community and how how we're becoming this church of one person where you're customizing your experience through a screen and how we really need to meet in person in order to get that full experience. That was the last page in my notebook. There's this blank (laughs) void after that. 
that oh, represents no. the lockdown that we went into. And <laughs> um, our family in particular was in lockdown longer yeah. than um, most of the other families at our church. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting coming back after lockdown ended for us and seeing all the dynamics that had changed, all the ways that school had changed, um, all the ways that um, just our church college group had changed. And a lot of it was for the better. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was an awkward phase coming in and seeing everyone on fire for Christ and, and new people to meet and realizing I'm the new guy in the room again. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how things are, where my place is to serve, how God is going to be using me. And I just remember feeling, man, this is awkward, right? Man, this is hard. I don't know where I am, where I'm going to be. But God was faithful, and I just pursued what he wanted, like just tried to pursue his heart and tried to pursue any opportunity that he gave. And ultimately, I was blessed through it. Um, It was a real time coming out of COVID where I was just encouraged for the Lord and just seeing everyone on fire for Christ. It was a time of real growth, and it was a real turning point in my relationship with Christ, one of those key milestones. Um, I think for all of us, these awkward phases have been milestones, Yeah, Mm -hmm. and they've been places where we've been struck by the faithfulness of Christ and the, the, the way that he doesn't change. Um, I love to think about James, right? And how it talks about how God does not change like shifting shadows. Mm -hmm. And earlier to consider pure joy when we face trials, because Mm -hmm. we know it's going to refine us. Yeah. love that. So these awkward phases are really valuable. Now there are times when I don't feel like I'm in an awkward phase. I'll admit to that. The awkward phase He's never. The first. I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I feel that. The, the awkward phase never like goes away. Right. But there are times when you just don't feel like you're in an awkward phase. You feel comfortable. You okay. feel you, the, you, there's always an awkward phase coming on the horizon. Always. But <laughs> yes. what what do we have? Should we should we enjoy our non awkward phases? Should we should we um, I'm trying to find a way yeah, to put I, this into words. Like these these good times. The, when the, there's blessing, when yeah. things feel comfortable, when when you come out of a phase where there is a lot of growth, where there is a mm-hmm. lot of uncomfortability. For you, it'd be like when you finally got back to the spot where it's like, okay, I see I see where the Lord is leading me. I see right. where I need to grow and I'm and I'm submitting to it. It's happening. I'm doing it. For me, it was, okay, I'm seeing the purpose. I'm seeing God's big picture. It's not just about how good of a soccer player I can be. It's about, no, 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 how, how can I be impactful for him? And for you, it was like finding your, your identity truly in the Lord more than whatever he had for you in your mm-hmm. work, right? So mm-hmm. like, as you're coming out of that, your question is... Yeah, so <laughs> let's, let's, let's use an analogy. I didn't finish my sentence. Yeah, I'm Sorry. Bad. No, I, I honestly didn't know what to say, so that's why I let's, looked at let's you. Let's use an analogy for this. Um, I, it's used all the time. The tunnel analogy, right? You got Your awkward light. phase is the tunnel. It's dark. You don't know where you are, where you're going. And then you see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's, it's really apt. But you come out of the tunnel. You're out in the daylight. You feel like you know where you are, where you're going. There's going to be a tunnel ahead. Right. Right. But how should we use 
the light at the end of the yeah, tunnel? Yeah. How should we yeah. should we be seeking the next tunnel? Yeah, I think I think praying and talking to the Lord about it is honestly just like a really good first step because God totally desires to bless us. Just like you shared with that James verse, God mm-hmm. gives good gifts. He makes things good in His time, and I mean, ultimately, when when you get into those good spots, you on on those mountaintops, you. S- you still want to be looking ahead, don't you? Like, yeah. yes, yes, maybe to a trial, but ultimately to just like cherishing your relationship with Jesus. Like eternity is knowing God. It's knowing Jesus. And I mean, just realizing that that, that is the most impactful thing. So whether he's grown you lately or whether it's been a struggle lately, realizing whatever situation you're in, there's so much to rejoice in because it's it's God's grace. That's like the first thing that comes to my mind. Not sure. Please, please add on to that. There's more thoughts in there, but... I'll start with that. So my first thought is to be thankful yeah. in mm-hmm. every yeah, circumstance, exactly. like what we're called, um, but especially like in that time of like being on the mountaintop, going through the tunnel at the end of the light. But I think it would be a little bit remiss to talk about awkward phases of life without talking about the first part of Ecclesiastes 3. <laughs> so let okay. me, ju- let me just read it. I'm in the ESV yeah, version. It. You can never go wrong with yeah. Ecclesiastes. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's interesting, yes. Uh, So three, and here we go. For everything there is a season, and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to cast away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's, there's always a time for the tunnel and there's a time for, for the light, um, after the tunnel. I think we need to to keep a balance though too. We don't want to stay in the tunnel. No, we want to move through the tunnel. Yep. But we also don't want to stay in the light for too long either. Because then yeah. we won't grow like what exactly. God desires. Well in, in your specific metaphor, yes. We yes. want to walk in, in this, the light as he yeah. is in the light for sure. Yes. yes. In this in this <laughs> specific <laughs> the specific <laughs> tunnel metaphor. Don't hear us wrong here. Please yeah. be walking, following after the Lord. Be in the light as he <laughs> yes. is in the light. Um but yeah, we don't want to be screaming and kicking when God is taking us through a tunnel either. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. And we don't also want to be going from a tunnel into the light and then saying, God, where's my next tunnel? Please give me a tunnel now. Right, right. I definitely I definitely felt that this summer. Um, as as the last like couple of years, I feel the Lord has done a work, uh, a huge work in my heart and just changing thoughts and, and making me more like the image of Christ as, as he always does with, with anyone who's following and surrendering to him. And I definitely reached this point where I was like, okay, now what? And, um, versus like, like what Paul shares in Philippians two, it's like, I press on to take hold of that, which Christ took hold mm-hmm. of me. Like that's when you realize your goal is never to reach the mountaintops. Our goal is never to get through a trial and get out the other side and get the silver lining. Our goal is to make much of Jesus in wherever situation he has us. That is who we're following. And I mean, sometimes that means it's going to be easy in their circumstances. Sometimes it means it's going to be hard. Jesus calls us to deny ourselves, pick up our cross daily and follow him. So it's, it's going to be hard sometimes. Um, 
but you're, you're never going to essentially arrive, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He who began a good work in you is going to carry it out until the day of completion. God is always going to have something to, to do in our hearts because the reality is we are never going to stop needing Jesus yes. because we are sinful, because we were in rebellion to him. Praise the Lord. He saved us by his grace. But, but as he purifies us and grows us, as we go through life, as sometimes it's awkward, sometimes it's not, it's the dependence on him that ultimately matters. So it's, it's when you get to those top hills, like realizing, okay, this is not the goal. Praise you, Lord. Give thanks just as you would in a trial, but realize I'm, this is not it. This is still not it. It's, mm-hmm. it's knowing, knowing Jesus is what ultimately matters. That relationship, that is where the true joy comes from and letting him continue to work in us. There's another verse in, I think it's Corinthians, Paul says, like, if you think you're standing firm, be, be careful lest you stumble or something. Like, mm-hmm. if, if you think you're standing good on your own, dude, you gotta watch out. Like, that's a warning. So, I mean, also in that, like, especially I came to notice this summer, like, if I thought I was, like, you know, doing good and everything, like, especially in my, on my own strength specifically, definitely had to take those moments and take those thoughts captive. And this is... A sp- a process the Lord still is growing me in and realize, okay, <laughs> it's not on my own strength and I, I should not be standing for my own, my own strength. Um, you need to be cautious, be, be careful, be warned that like you could stumble. Um, you see that a lot in scripture where, where people think they, they have it themselves mm-hmm. and that's actually when they're most vulnerable to fall into sin, to fall into other things. So you got to be on your guard. You ultimately through whatever awkward phases, I guess the point, if I had to tie it up with a bow, yeah, be making much of Jesus. Press on towards the goal that is Christ. Be strong mm-hmm. in His grace. That is something we don't deserve, um, and and have that be the focus more than any of the circumstances. And and when you have that perspective, the awkwardness kind of fades out. Yeah, and that's the truth. Mm-hmm. I think we'll close out with that. Just keep making much of Jesus. Follow, pursue Him. Yeah. And whatever awkward phase you're in, know that he is faithful, he is steadfast, and he never changes. Then yeah. give thanks for it. Yeah. yeah. Dig into God's word more than any podcast. So we love you guys. Have a good one. <laughs>